into asset protection today with attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Saturday morning to you, Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Jason. Hope you're doing good. I am doing fantastic, Bill. Are you ready for Christmas? It's we got three more days. Well, really, no. Two, two and a <laughs> half, uh, maybe. We've got today. We've got tomorrow. And then I guess Monday's Christmas Eve. Yeah. So the bottom line is, if you're not ready before by, mm-hmm. by Christmas Eve, you are in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, so two two and a half real days, but uh, yeah, not much. Get, get some shopping done after the show today. Hopefully, knock it all out. Exactly. So, to, to, the rest of the day is probably when you need to be out there. Yeah. Me and the rest of the triangle, I think we'll we'll all be out there at the same time. But that's fine. That's totally fine. Bill, um, let's get into the show today. You went on a trip last week. You were down in Orlando. I, I did, um, and you know, it's all you, we. All of us need to uh, always uh, be learning. That's it. Doesn't matter how old we are. We can always learn from others. That is for sure. I know I try to learn something every day. Uh, but it, I, I went to an excellent uh, conference. Um, and a part of it was, in fact, the whole first day uh, of my conference had to do with inspiration. And, um, uh, and the first, very first speaker, you might not recognize the name, but you would recognize the person. Uh, uh, the, the speaker's name was Dr. Jeffrey Life, L-I-F-E. What a great name for a physician. <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, Jeff Life um, is the fella that you've seen his picture a thousand times. He's the old fella uh, on, I believe it's the SolarFlex uh, uh, commercials where he's an old guy. He looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, muscular. His abs are the six-pack uh, that all the girls like. Y- you know, it was like, ooh, take your shirt off. <laughs> but, but actually, he was there to, to uh, get us in line, you know, to tell us what our doctors should always tell us every year when we go for our annual physical. And, and guess what he said? I suspect you already know what Dr. Life told us. Is it diet and exercise, Bill? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, actually, he said a whole lot more than that. But uh, the, the bottom line was um, uh, lifestyle, you know, in other words, how do you how do you live a better life longer? And of course, uh, the the truth is, even if our lifestyle is really poor, we're likely to live longer than our parents. All the statistics are telling us that. And of course, medical care is better. But uh, obviously, uh, prevention uh, is a whole lot better than the, the cure. So if you can do things to help your body stay healthier, that um, obviously is a way to go. Now, uh, what he said, and I I think this is really interesting, and it's a terrible time to be talking about this right before Christmas dinner uh, (laughs) and the like, uh, and all of the goodies that we are receiving now and giving away ourselves. 
But um, he really his the number one thing that he was talking about, and of course this is related to diet, but uh, in a big way. But it was focused in on one thing as it relates to diet. So, what do you think it is? Oh boy, um, maybe cutting out sugar or something. There you go. Sugar? Hey, you okay. are doing good. Yeah, You're a hundred percent. Two for two. Two for two <laughs> okay, so. It has everything to do with sugar and the fact that we uh, over-consume sugar in a big, big way. And uh, uh, sugar, here's how he described it, uh, and, and it, and it um, meant something to me because I like sugar. I mean, I'm, I'm just like everybody else. Um, he said that, that sugar is this century's cigarette. It's that bad for you. Wow. And, oh, you know, uh, it is um, – sugar is the, is the bane of heart disease and a bunch of other things, diabetes and a lot of other horrible things that can happen to you. Uh, uh, and heart disease is actually the number one killer uh, of men and women uh, in the United States in a big way. It, it's I think he said uh, heart disease is six times more likely to kill a woman than cancer. Um, and, and so it, it really comes down to if we want to get our health in order – we have to find ways to uh, cut out and eliminate um, sugar everywhere we can because it's it, – and, and obviously cutting out sugar has a whole lot to do with weight. <laughs> and that that was the other thing that, that he was talking about. He said the, the worst thing that you can have uh, as far as your body goes is belly fat. And it's the it's the hardest fat to get rid of because you basically lose the other fat in your body before it starts working on uh, belly fat. And but that belly fat is actually a huge issue in terms of good health. Now, uh, this fella has been working for years, but anything you can do, uh, even in little ways, small steps, because nobody's going to be like Doctor Lie in. A matter of a week. I mean, it, it, we got to take baby steps <laughs> in order to get there. And of course, the other piece was exercise and different types of exercise. Um, you know, part of it was uh, was stretching, and the other was cardiovascular exercise, and the other was was basically weightlifting. And uh, this fella does all three. <laughs> so I need to be like Dr. Life. Wouldn't you like to have a name like that? You know, like I could be called Dr. Law or, <laughs> you know, it's really funny how names are. But, but in fact, we have a doctor in, in this area. He's not my doctor, um, but one that has a wonderful reputation, and her name is Dr. Good. But, I mean, is that not a, a, a great name for a doctor? Elizabeth Good. She's a physician and a naturalist uh, a physician, which is unusual and uh, highly respected, very hard to get a, an appointment with her. 
but she's right here in Raleigh and, uh, you know, has the, has the perfect name. Now, lawyers tend to have the other kind of name. <laughs> I'll, I, I'll never forget uh, uh, back uh, when I was younger, I, I represented uh, Fannie Mae in a, a case in Charlotte uh, and uh, – uh, the and the uh, plaintiff, uh, I was uh, representing uh, on uh, the defendant in the case, and the plaintiff was actually a lawyer who uh, worked uh, for a law firm in uh, Charlotte, and fortunately he lost. But you know the name of the firm was Crook and Swindle. Now is that not a great name for a lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's that's just the lawyer's bane. It, when, um, uh, you know, even when I started practicing law, and that was 43 years ago, uh, the folks in the community said, you know, gee whiz, we just don't have enough doctors in our community. And, and of course, that's even worse today. We just, and of course, if you're not in a metropolitan area like Raleigh or Durham, uh, you know, if if you go, you know, thirty miles away, it's hard to find a doctor. It really is, and it's a real uh, sad state of situation. But you know what? I haven't heard said ever in the forty-three years I practiced law. What's that? We just don't have enough lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> we need more. No, actually, I've never heard that said by anyone ever, anywhere. I don't think you uh, will. And, and the fact of the matter is there are about five times more lawyers today per uh, capita, in other words, per person, uh, in the country today, than there were than than how many lawyers existed uh, and were licensed back uh, 43 years ago when I started, and so that it just gives you some. Uh, that's one of the reasons, truthfully, that asset protection is so important to folks. There are a lot of starving lawyers out there looking to sue you. Uh, <laughs> it's a sad, uh, sad affair. But you know, one of the one of the you know what one of the worst things about being sued can be. What's that? It's not necessarily the liability issue. It's the lawyer fees. That's right. Um, you know, going to get an attorney to represent you uh, can cost you know multiple thousands of dollars. Uh, which even if you win your case, you've lost <laughs> in, a, in a big way. So, anything you can do to to reduce the possibility of being sued is a is a good thing. And then the obviously, if you if you can make sure that your assets aren't available, that's even better. And that's why asset protection is so important. That's one of the reasons I focus on asset protection uh, for my families. Uh, it's such an important issue, um, but you know there there are lots and lots of attorneys out there, and you know you gotta uh, you know, and they can be your friend, but they don't necessarily have to be your friend. So you have to be be careful. 
That's right. They're trying to make a living, and uh, you know, to do that, they may need to go after you or someone you know. So, uh, if you're interested in making sure that your assets are protected, head over to wgalaw.com. That's Bill's website, wgalaw.com. You can schedule an appointment to speak with him, or you can call the office at nine one nine two five six seven thousand. Well, uh, Bill, Doctor Life is again, as you said, such, such a great name, and so is Doctor Good. So, uh, I hope folks take those wise words. Well, I mean, if you think about it, if you can stay in good health, that is an asset protection strategy. I mean, what asset do you have that's more important than your health? So... Uh, it, it's and and it also is a financial issue too. You know, as folks uh, get older, uh, healthcare costs uh, can e- erode that financial base that that people have. And so, uh, uh, you know, uh, health is a lifestyle issue. Uh, and the sooner that we get our lifestyle in order, the better. And the more likely it is that we will lead a healthier, longer life. And so what a what a nice thing to think about at Christmas time is a longer, healthier life. That is great. And we also have some uh, more Christmas-related topics coming up. Bill's going to talk about what everyone wants for Christmas. And if you want to hear that, stick around. We've got to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us on this Saturday morning. Uh, Bill, we had an interesting discussion about health, and uh, before the break, we were telling everyone that uh, you want to talk about what everyone wants for Christmas. Well, uh, absolutely, and it, and this can also be a lifestyle thing. But um, uh, you know, if if you get right down to it, uh, what do a lot of folks think about? And over time, it's how do I get rich? You know, how to become a millionaire? Is is that not? Uh, I mean, is that not why people play the lottery? Sure. <laughs> I mean, that's what you'd call throwing your money away, uh, or giving it to the government, or whatever. Uh, yay for education and all that good stuff. But um, the bottom line is, is why do people play the lottery? It's because they don't think they have enough money. Uh, typically, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, okay, it's supposed to be a game, but is it really? Uh, not, not so. And I'm not trying to pan the lottery, although I should. Uh, but uh, uh, it's really, how do you become a millionaire? Well, a, a lot of folks think that that is an impossible dream. Uh, and depending on your age, it might be. <laughs> uh, not, uh, you know, the 99.99% of us uh, are not fortunate uh, enough to inherit money from our parents, not enough to become uh, rich anyway. And, you know, what's the definition, my definition of rich? Because truthfully, people who are extremely wealthy don't think they're rich, and they really don't. Uh, and it's not because they're not wealthy, it's because they know folks who have far more than they do. 
but my definition of, of rich is pretty simple. It's like um, a, a person is rich if they don't need to work to live their lifestyle. In other words, they have more than enough money to live the way they want without gainful employment. Um, now, obviously, that varies because people have different lifestyles and the like. But how do you do it? Well, years ago, I read The Secret. <laughs> and it's in a book uh, called The Millionaire Next Door. Have you ever heard of that book? I have not. Well, it's it's probably been out for 20 years or more. Um, but and, and I don't really recommend that you read it because it's as – dry as trying to eat sawdust. I mean, it will put you to sleep in a heartbeat. Um, But it did have jewels of information in it. Um, And the bottom line is there are tons of millionaires out in your community that you would never guess are well-to-do. And how they become millionaires is interesting. But the bottom line is that the secret, here it is, the secret is over time living below your means. In other words, not spending as much money as you make. And that is putting money away every paycheck. And that's really hard to do for some people. Uh, and uh, it's as I look at, at the generation called the millennials, it's really hard for that generation, it seems. They're not putting any money away. They're uh, spending everything. And so uh, they're trying to live a lifestyle like they, they grew up when they were younger, trying to live the lifestyle of their parents without having – done the work and the savings that their parents did, um, and, and it doesn't work. Even with two incomes, it doesn't work any, anymore. Um, so, I mean, there are a lot of, of secrets, but the, the biggie is uh, working hard, uh, saving, and living below your means, and, and that's um, uh, being able to put money back every uh, paycheck, and that's uh, over time. When you do that, and you don't have to be lucky, you just have to be consistent at uh, at being frugal and not being a spender. Uh, you know, that's um, you know, being an accumulator, being a saver. Uh, over, and if you do that for thirty or forty years, at the end of the day, you're going to have way more than a million dollars and and uh, and, it, and it's meaningful you know um, the the biggest problem for our young generation is actually putting uh, money back and of course there are other parts of that secret that that are meaningful as well such as not using credit cards unless I mean now you can use it for you know cash flow, Purposes, in other words, you can use your credit card and you pay it off. You budget it and you pay it every month so that you don't incur interest charges. That's perfectly fine. In fact, in some ways, it's smart and and easy to do. But if you're 
if you can't pay the full bill at the end of the month, and of course, December is probably the worst month for a lot of folks because there's an awful lot of spending that's going on, uh, it, it's the kind of thing where not having to pay interest, uh, particularly credit card interest, because that's the worst interest out there other than payday lending, which is by far the, the worst if it's not criminal. Uh, but credit cards are, are pretty darn close to that. So you just don't want to uh, get into that uh, cycle of debt uh, that credit cards can can put you there. And it's so easy to do, unfortunately, because uh, the credit card companies make it real easy to borrow and very hard to pay back. Um, you know, the, uh, some other issues easy to do um, is if you can – budget in order to purchase a home and again over time have it paid off before you retire you know how it's so much better to go into retirement uh, owning your home uh, and not having a mortgage payment um, because retirement expenses are a whole lot more than most most people uh, realize and when you retire you're fixed you got what you got and uh, it's not like you're going to get a windfall once you retire. Um, you've got to have it figured out. You've got to have planned that retirement with, with what you have. And that re- retirement planning is another area where people really need to, to do that. Yes, I do help folks with that. Uh, but it's a matter of how do you invest your money? How do you budget your money? Because there's two sides to money. One is making money and the other is spending money. You know, how do you budget it? Um, and budgeting oftentimes is the most important part of the plan because um, you have to figure out how much you're going to have to spend and then spend. You know, spend less. <laughs> so, okay, so I didn't tell you anything that you didn't already know, but you know, our doctors tell us every year that we go in for our physical, what do they tell us? The same thing over and over and over and over and over again. And guess what? We don't listen. <laughs> so at some point, we, we better listen. And, and uh, you know, the worst thing to do, and, and this is the way most of us are as human beings, is we wait until there's a crisis and then we go, okay, I guess I, I get the message now. And so if you, can, if you can figure out the message and before the crisis, then you're so far ahead of the game. So that's what I want to encourage people to do. Bill, I thought you were going to give us some quick fixes when it came to money and to health. And I thought you were going to give us this, you know, magic pill that would solve everything. But well, Jason, I did give you the magic pill because you're young. You can do this. You <laughs> can be true. a millionaire. Uh, you just have to budget and save. That's the that's the deal. Uh, and you know, you read about folks. You read about uh, teachers and others uh, that uh, you know they die and they leave a couple million dollars to the church or to uh, some educational um, issue that they're they're fond of. And it's like, how would you have ever known that they were, you know, that well to do? But you know, it's it's really again, um, you know, because you you're not going to get rich. Teaching, you know, it doesn't exist. The pay is not, I mean, the pay is good, but it's not that good. But it's, again, it's lifestyle. The only way you can become a millionaire when you don't make that much money is by living 
the right kind of lifestyle and to save your money. That's key, and having the discipline to stick with that and to continue on, as you said, with that budget bill, that is the key. Well, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Stick around. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Radio 680 WPTF. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, I want to remind you that you can go to WGALaw.com. That's where you can find more information about Bill and his practice, all centered around asset protection and estate planning and elder law. Bill's a fantastic lawyer. WGALaw.com is the place to go. That's also where you can find Bill's podcasts. He's got several podcasts already, Bill, and these are all informative, digestible ways to get some of the information that you talk about on your radio show. Well, I appreciate you mentioning it. And, you know, most of those podcasts are between five and 15 minutes, and and it takes one topic, which is helpful. Uh, So, again, yeah, I would encourage folks to listen to those podcasts because I think they really are helpful to folks. Yep. It's called the Asset Protection Today podcast. You can find it in every podcast marketplace that you have, uh, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store. Uh, You can find them all there and uh, also online at WGALaw.com. Dot com. Well, Bill, we've uh, we've gone over some tips here that may be sort of no-brainers, but let's. But a lot of people don't put that into practice. But well, uh, we want to talk a little bit about the people who actually do, and what they still need to do to protect themselves. Well, here, so let's let's say that you've really done a good job and you have a nice nest egg uh, going into retirement. Um, what are the things? that you have to watch out for that can just grab you and shake your foundation. And in other words, what are those disasters that can come along and just take all of that lifetime of savings away from you? Um, and, and there are actually three or four things that uh, come to mind. And, um, you know, obviously the, the first one that we have seen in North Carolina, and we've seen it several times in the last few years, are natural disasters. You know, flooding, hurricanes, uh, uh, tornadoes, uh, whatever. But, um, you know, uh, at this point, I don't think anybody can ignore the fact that our weather patterns are changing. Uh, you can call it uh, global warming or whatever you want to call it, but um, w- when you have storms that are considered 100-year storms or 500-year storms and we have them within a few years of each other, then you know something is is going on. Uh, you know, it, it's colder uh, in, <laughs> than it's ever been in times, and it's warmer than it's ever been at times, but the storms are becoming more ferocious. And so, obviously, uh, natural disasters are tough, but um, the, the flood insurance is something that if, if you can't afford to replace your house 
which most of us cannot, and you live in a place uh, that's even potential for flooding, then that uh, obviously is something that you need to budget for because um, if it's happened once, it's going to happen again in more than likely during your lifetime, if not uh, more than once. And you just have to factor that into things. But uh, that's um, obviously a regional issue. Certainly uh, it, it um, is far more likely to, to hit our coast or those places that are near major rivers. Um, you know, places like Newburn, places like Lumberton uh, have really been hit hard. But uh, one that's common to all of us, as opposed to the natural disasters, is nursing home. Uh, you know, and I talk about this on, on the show all the time as to what it can do. But the fact of the matter is, is that the nursing home cost is actually the highest risk that families face um, and that can basically devastate your nest egg. Uh, And anyone who's been through it knows it's far, far more expensive than anyone has ever budgeted for. Um, And so that's, that's one of the reasons we stay busy in our law firm is helping people get financial assistance when they have uh, any kind of long-term care issue, but it's huge. And so, again, for those folks who can afford to buy long-term care insurance, that, again, is an area that people should do. But the fact is most of us wait too late to buy long-term care insurance. In other words, the crisis has already occurred. We're already taking our statins. We're already uh, in our blood pressure medication, and and or we've had a heart attack, or we've uh, or we've uh, we have diabetes now. You know, we're consuming too much sugar, and we're overweight, and our knees are bad, and you, you know. <laughs> the bottom line is, uh, if you long-term care insurance is something that should be purchased early, and in your 40s is not too early. In fact, the sooner the better. But if you wait until your late 50s or early 60s, oftentimes either something as bad has already happened to our bodies and we're uninsurable, or we're rated, which means the premiums are way too high and we can't afford it, or it's just too expensive because as we get older, it's more expensive. So the younger you get it, the better. Now, For those folks who have enough money to help their children, you know, this is is an area where uh, people might want to think about, how can I help my children? You know, people think about, well, I want to help my grandchildren go to college. Okay, good. That's a nice thing. But helping your children purchase long-term care insurance so that they don't have the same risks that you have because you don't have long-term care insurance is something that can really make a difference. Now, of course, most of my clients don't have long-term care insurance, and and it's when the crisis comes, it's a, a huge issue. And many of the folks we can help, uh, but not everyone, at least depending on what their circumstances are when they come to see us. But the main thing is that they, uh, if a crisis does occur, now I've just like with all the other stuff, pre-planners are better than those who wait till the crisis. But 
if you see that getting um, your legal getting advice from an elder law attorney can be extraordinarily helpful and there's other professionals that you can turn to as well but but getting your um, legal and financial um, matters in order as, as soon as you think that there might possibly be a problem uh, doing it as soon as possible is one of the most important things people can do and unfortunately people delay it's like well maybe maybe this pain will go away maybe this issue will go away and it never does it always gets worse and so getting in to see us sooner is a prescription that that people should really take that's great advice, Bill. And, you know, taking those first steps and, as you said, planning is so key in this and getting ahead of it. It can really save mm-hmm. you just a, an astronomical amount of money. It could save your nest egg. Well, and we have several other things we need to talk about in terms of disaster prep. Uh, that most folks know about, but they don't think about necessarily or what to do about it. We'll get to those in just a bit. Stick around. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Thank you so much for joining us on this Saturday morning. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. We are talking about uh, basically things that you need to avoid in terms of. Uh, preparing for a disaster bill, a financial disaster, and we've gone over two items. One of those is uh, basically uh, we can be affected by natural disasters. The other disaster that we mentioned was long-term care and the uh, uh, astronomical costs of long-term care. So what else is left? Well, another one that we all know about, uh, but there are a lot of folks who don't really appreciate um, how to deal with – downturn in the financial markets you know what i mean this year has been one of those screwy years where what it's called what we call volatility in other words the markets have gone up they've gone down they've gone all around but you know the as we, uh, for the entire year uh, it has not been a great year i mean it's not been a horrible year uh, but the markets are down for the year i mean in other words folks have lost money um, and uh, seniors, uh, people who are retired, tend to uh, be have less risk in the market, and, and that is an important concept. There are different ways of having less risk, and a lot of folks don't realize that. But one of the most important financial uh, things for folks uh, in terms of reducing risk Uh, risk related to downturns in the market is having um, enough money in cash or cash equivalents, what I call savings, uh, not investments. There's a difference between an investment and savings. Savings uh, are what you have at the bank, (laughs) you know, like money market accounts, savings accounts, uh, certificates of deposits where there's virtually or, or another uh, potential um, are some ter- types of 
short-term bonds. But the bottom line is is that they're not going to make you a whole lot of money. However, uh, in fact, if they just keep up with inflation, you're doing fairly well. But most savings do not keep up with inflation. However, it's still it's really important to have savings where your money is available so that you can have – in other words, if you have enough savings to get through a downturn in the market without having to sell – your mutual funds or your stocks or your uh, exchange-traded funds that uh, have – where you've seen a diminution in the value of those and you're going, oh, my God, what am I supposed to do now? If you the, – the worst thing that people can do is the thing that everybody does. They go out and sell their mutual funds and their stocks because there's been a big downturn. Well, the smartest thing you can do is hold on to those stocks and use your cash to get through that period of time. Um, and so if you have enough cash to get through at least a year, you should be in decent uh, financial shape because it gives your investments, and investments being stocks and bonds and exchange-traded funds, um, and I like exchange-traded funds, by the way. But anyway, the bottom line is is the the uh, giving those the time to rebound because the truth is is that the folks who really know what they're doing, guess when they buy? They buy when there's been a correction. When the stock's prices are low, that's when folks with cash on their hands, that's when they buy in. And then, of course – they know that uh, the stocks are going to go back up, and that's how they make so much money. And it's the rest of us who uh, wait until we think it's safe to invest, and that's the worst time. And then the stock market crashes, and then we're going, oh, my gosh, our portfolio has dropped by 30%. We better get out. And, and so most people do the opposite of what good investing is all about. And so, But the key – is having enough savings to get through a year, and even two years is even better if you have that much money. But the bottom line is it's enough to where you can use your savings to get through where you're, you don't have to sell your portfolio. That's, that's, the, that's the key to the, the bear market downturn, okay? Now, the, the next is not necessarily related, but we talked about it already, and that is for overspending. <laughs> okay, that's a lifestyle issue. But, you know, most retirees, you know, they retire and they're, they're young or they feel young. You know, the, the, you know, you're not a senior. I read this this weekend. You're not a senior until you're 74 now. That's the, that's the new. <laughs> that's official. That's official. Okay. So, you know, for those of us in our 60s, we're still young. But the bottom line is, is that a lot of folks, when, um, uh, when they retire and, and, you know, they have wanted to go on some really nice trips and things like that, and I would encourage people to do that. You got to have a bucket list and you got to do some things for yourself, but you have to make sure that when you get through, you still have plenty of money. You don't want to be overspending on your bucket list. And then not, I mean, you don't want to go and be a Walmart greeter uh, because you've spent too much on your trip. <laughs> so 
the bottom line is you got to be smart about what you do and how you do it and how much money you're spending and how much you've got left because the bottom line is the worst assumption that people can make is that they're going to die at a certain age because that rarely, if ever, happens. You almost always live a lot longer than what you think you're going to live. And so you can't assume you're going to die at 75, and so let's spend, 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 and then if we're out of money at 75, everything's okay. No, that's not the way it works. you <laughs> you got to make sure you, you've got enough money for um, the rest of your life. And, and all the statistics say we're living longer and longer, and if you've reached a young age of 65 and you're going on Medicare, you know, that sounds sort of funny, um, but if you reach 65 and you're still in reasonably good health, then the statistics say that ladies, the ladies out there will live into their late 80s and men to their mid-80s. Well, that's a whole lot longer than what most folks realize. And then there's a whole troop of folks that are going to live into their 90s and even to 100s. And so, and the younger folks are supposed to live longer than us. So guess what? They've got an even more difficult planning scenario to deal with. And so overspending is a, is a huge thing. So do we have time to take the next one or not? Oh, boy, Bill. Let's, let's try and squeeze it in real quick. All right. Well, the next one relates to what we were talking about early in the show, and that is medical problems. In other words, particularly when you're 65 and you go on Medicare, you know, you really need a supplemental insurance policy. Medicare does not. There's a, a whole lot of gaps. And, of course, long-term care is the biggest gap. But even if you're talking about normal medical e- issues, uh, uh, medical is one of the bigger issues for seniors. In other words, you tend, as we get older, you take more medication, and sometimes they can be real expensive. But the bottom line is don't drop your medical insurance just because you go on Medicare. Get a good supplement policy unless you can't afford it. And if you can't afford that, then you need to look carefully at the Medicare Advantage plans because you can probably find one that's better suited to you, depending on where you live. And there's so many options out there. Fortunately, we have the North Carolina Department of Insurance and SHIP, if they don't cut it out, you know, the, the, the legislature was talking about cutting out SHIP, which is one of the most important programs we have in the state, so don't let them do that. But, you know, bottom line is looking at the additional medical costs that you may have and preparing for that, not dropping your insurance. Do you know what the number one cause of bankruptcy in this country is? What's that? Medical expenses. And that's for young folks as well as old folks. You know that you can, if you're not insured and you go to the hospital, you could have a bill for two or three hundred thousand dollars or more. And guess what? That puts you into a pretty bad shape. And sometimes bankruptcy is the only way to go. And when you go to bankruptcy, you don't end up with very much. <laughs> so those are the disasters, folks. And what a Wonderful thought right before Christmas, right? (laughs) That's right. But it's important. You know, it's that time of the year where you need to assess things and understand your options and make sure that you are protected. A quick break and back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF.
News Radio 680 WPTF. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Uh, just a short amount of time here, Bill, but uh, Christmas is just around the corner, so well, we want to wish would, everyone a very abs- Merry Christmas. Absolutely. I would wish everyone a wonderful, safe, and Merry Christmas. Very good. If you're uh, looking for a last-minute Christmas gift, might be too late to order it off of Amazon and get it in, on time, but Bill's book, Money Secrets, is available on Amazon.com. You can find it there. It's got plenty of great tips, uh, many of which we discussed on today's show. So, again, that's Money Secrets with Bill and Mike. You can find that book on Amazon. We are out of time for today. We hope you'll join us again next Saturday at 11. It's Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a great weekend.